Thought Bubble Audio. It's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our show about the things we love and the things we hate and the things we love to hate. And surprise, we're not canceled yet. We're still actually making this podcast. <laughs> we're still making this podcast. And we're still making another podcast, which is part of the problem here. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't had a chance to listen to the return of the Everwood Pinecast, we're back for season two. And you can find us sure. over at the Everwood Pinecast. Search it where you search for podcasts. Yeah. And so, because of the Everwood Pinecast, we're still in Dad Month. Dad Month is like a quarter now. It's Dad <laughs> Quarter. And this week, we're going to talk about another Everwood Dad, yes. believe it or not. But really, like, we didn't go out seeking an Everwood Dad film. We This film, like, happened to us. It absolutely, like, leapt out of the woodwork and inflicted itself upon us. Mm. And this is like a good segue into uh, Hate Watch Holidays. We will yes. have one more episode before we can begin Hate Watch Holidays because Dad Month <laughs> has to end. But the spirit of Hate Watch Holidays is within this film. Yes. Accidentally. <laughs> no one was ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. Did you know that when you found it? Uh, I don't know what you're referring to, so hard to say, but <laughs> in terms of casting, I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, shall we? Yeah. Is there anything else? Any business we need to cover? No. No, we don't do core core anymore, huh? <laughs> it's been so long in between the court recordings that my core core would be like, let me read you everything I watched in the last <laughs> three months. <laughs> it I, wouldn't be fun for anyone. My core core is just that I put new shelves in my kitchen. That is a good core core. That's a good one. So, okay. Yeah, let's do it. What did we watch? We watched a film called Second Act. Which yes. stars Jennifer Lopez. Um, I will say this is my first ever Jennifer Lopez film. You mentioned that when we watched this. Fuck wild. I didn't even realize it myself until I was like midway through the movie. Hmm. And then I was like, this is all new to me. <laughs> um, it also stars our good, good dad, Treat Williams. Yep. He's here too. He's here. Um, that's the dad of it all for dad month. Yeah. It's a treat dad. It's a treat dad. Um, and are we ready to announce the third star of this <laughs> film or do we want that to be a dramatic plot twist? <laughs> dramatic plot twist! Dramatic plot twist it is. Okay. <laughs> we'll save our friend for a yeah. dramatic plot twist. There is a third, yeah, yeah. um, actor. Yeah. Performer. Yeah. In this film. <laughs> um, yeah. So this movie starts with, we meet Jennifer Lopez and her partner, friend, Milo Ventimiglia, question mark, and they live in Queens, I think. We, 
worth mentioning we both watched this film like a full month ago so yeah it's been a real hot minute (laughs) um we learned that she has a lot of street smarts but not a lot of book smarts and that's her whole thing um she works at a like Whole Foods-esque store, mm-hmm. like a grocery store that's like higher end, and mm-hmm. she's been there for a long time, and she's like an assistant manager or something like I that. I thought it was that it's like a lower income neighborhood store, but she's trying to like revitalize it in her personal store to make it feel more high end. It could be, but the products that are discussed later felt like I don't know. Maybe they're bougie. Gone. I don't know. I don't. Bougier. They were trying it's to go. It's hard to tell because they didn't really invest in the infrastructure of the store. Yeah. Set, so it was like you could only see the entryway. Really. It also they also sell TVs and couches and stuff. Yeah. Like it's. I don't. I don't really know. But yeah, there's a yeah. lot of sort of class commentary they're attempting to do via the store as well as other parts of the plot, and it yeah. was muddled at best. Yeah, and we learned that her boyfriend wants kids, and she's, like, hedging. And, but she's, like, Mm 40-ish, so there's, like, a ticking time bomb of her wanting kids, or not wanting kids. Everyone's biological (laughs) clocks are ticking or not ticking, depending on which plot we're attempting to progress. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, so... She, here's the whole thing that happens. Oh yeah, she has this friend, her like best friend character who has a teenage son and the teenage son hears her wish for her birthday that she could like get a better job and like progress because she had just missed another promotional opportunity at work. So he makes her a fake persona and a fake resume and like fake social media accounts and starts to apply for jobs as her, which find me a teenage boy who would really do this because they wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. Don't make me apply for jobs as someone else. I don't even no. apply to jobs myself. No. It would work. Um, so she gets called by a company that makes some of the products they sell in the grocery store, like in the health and beauty section, like shampoos and soaps and stuff like that. And so she's like, I can't be someone else, but they're like, you should take the opportunity and just go for it. Your resume is bulletproof. No one will ever know that you're not who you are. So she goes in for this meeting, her interview, and we meet Treat Dad, who's like corporate CEO. He's like one of the partners. Something like that. He like owns he's, it. He's, he has no business interviewing her. No. No. <laughs> and apparently this is some sort of, like, consulting job. Yeah. It appears. Um, and he... When do we want to reveal? I think this is the moment. Okay. Because Treat Dad is leading this interview that no CEO would be leading. With Jennifer Lopez. And Jennifer Lopez is having a panic because this is where she's discovering what the lies on her resume were, basically. So he keeps being like, oh, this very specific thing you did was just amazing. And she's like, ah. 
He's like, you went to Harvard and you volunteered in like a third world country and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I totally did that. Yeah. She's like, sure, 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 sure. And as they are going through this like awkward moment together, who walks into the office but our good, good friend, Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens? Of the Vanessa's Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens of three Vanessa's Hudgens fame. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and of the Netflix Christmas cinematic universe. You know, I Kelsey told me that Vanessa Hudgens was here, and yet I wasn't prepared for it. And she walked onto my screen and I was like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, like the the one-two punch of having our first glimpses of Treat Dad and Vanessa Hudgens in the same scene was like a lot to take in. Yes. Like a lot. I so so yeah, so they there's another element that I guess I'll save for the, a moment from now. But they like go through the rest of the interview and Vanessa Hudgens is clearly skeptical, but Treat Dad is like very won over. Yeah. And like immediately offers her this consulting gig. Right. And so there's this, like, competition that gets unveiled at the same time in the office, which is that Vanessa and her friends and then some other guy and his friends are going to do a competition to make... No, it's Vanessa versus versus J-Lo. Right, because what happened is they all got to this big product meeting and Treat yeah. Dad was like, we need an innovation. And Vanessa Hudgens gets up with her little PowerPoint. And I think we learned through this moment that she is Treat Dad's daughter. I think this is the moment where that reveal happens, which then, like, J-Lo panics about. Yeah. But she's, like, blah, blah, blahing about products and stuff. And J-Lo gets put on the spot to give her opinion. And she's like, well, frankly, I think this product is bad because it didn't sell at my store. And I know percentages. Yeah. And that and, and then so Treat she Dad wants is to like, make green skincare, basically. Yeah, she wants them to come out with a new product. And Vanessa's like, well, that's not possible for whatever our financial targets are right now. And yeah. so Treat Dad is like, well, what if you do a competition this quarter? <laughs> and at the end of the quarter, we'll see who has the best profit. Right. And so JLo starts this new job in which she gets a corporate apartment in downtown New York that's like, <laughs> outrageous yeah. and unheard of truly truly it's not like a an executive suite like no. an efficiency it's like no. a two-story penthouse with a view for a consultant yeah like no no also what if she already had an apartment this right. is so like did this conversation not come up she's just like oh yeah here's my credit card here's my new apartment yeah yeah, and she what? gets, like, the corporate credit card with, like, apparently no credit limit on it. And apparently yeah. no um, no rules around expensing. Yeah. They just go shopping. So she goes shopping. I haven't seen a shopping montage like this since, like, 2003. I know. <laughs> yeah, this movie's, like, two years old and it doesn't... Yeah, this movie was made like in it. 2018. <laughs> yeah. I honestly thought... Like, I remember watching it and being like, huh, Treat Dad looks old here. And the Vanessa Hudgens thing didn't even register. But I was like, it's so weird that Treat Dad looked this old in the 2000s. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> because I was in such denial that this was a recent movie. Right, right. So around this time, we get another reveal about JLo's life, mm. which is that she was a teen mom who gave up her child. And she still feels guilty about that. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and at this point, she's broken up with her boyfriend yeah over the yeah. not wanting kids thing so it's very right. convenient that she got this corporate apartment because she's also homeless now yeah yeah because of her breakup yeah so then we get a lot of hijinks including one where they go and do like a rowing competition oh at treat dad's like waterfront property and he she like is supposedly a harvard like rowing whatever the person is who shouts the orders for rowing i don't know this sport we didn't do this one (laughs) no and um she like causes a big boating accident and there's a moment after that where she's like apologizing to treat dad and treat dad just turns around and he goes that was some crazy shit (laughs) (laughs) I love Treat's character in this movie. It is like this shining thing in this movie because he is unhinged. It was absolutely worth it to watch this movie to get that moment and we do need a gif of it. I need that gif like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There was also this moment where I thought this was going to be like Billboard Dad again because there was like, it seemed like Vanessa wanted to set up Treat Dad to move on because her mom had passed away like a long time ago and he was still hung up on it. I don't know. Yeah. One of those, but it didn't really go anywhere. I don't think. Mm -mm. Um, there were a lot of like very half-assed plots in this movie. Yeah. A lot of details that get dropped and then forgotten. Um, are we ready for, like, the, the reveal that made everyone have a meltdown? Yeah, let's get there. Okay, so... Right around the time where we learned that J-Lo had this missing child... Not missing, her <laughs> child she gave up for adoption, who she doesn't know anything about now. I wrote in my notes, oh my god, Vanessa is gonna be her long-lost mm-hmm. daughter. <laughs> and sure enough, we get to this moment where... We find out that somehow like Vanessa... J-Lo is a Vanessa's Hudgens. <laughs> the fourth Vanessa. Yeah. I, I did this. I'm the one who asked for a fourth Vanessa. You asked for this. <laughs> and she tells her in, like, the creepiest way possible. Where, like, yeah. so she, like, calls J-Lo into her office at one point, And they have this, like, weird conversation. And then J-Lo's like, oh, no, she's on to me and my fake resume. But uh-huh. then Vanessa Hudgens is like... I'm moving, so come to my house to get these research files. And then she, like, shows up at her house, and they, like, creepily go through her belongings. And then J-Lo starts getting an uncanny feeling in Vanessa's, like, bedroom. (laughs) Because, like, there are some things that are, like, familiar or something. And then Vanessa just, like, whips out her adoption certificate or something. Or, like, a photo. I don't know. Something Something meaningful. And... I screamed. Like, all I'm going to say is I've seen the parent trap. There's better ways to do this reveal than the way that Vanessa chose to do this reveal. Agreed. Absolutely. And it's not really Vanessa's fault, but you know, it's the character Vanessa. 
Be, well, yes, because in this in this movie, they, this film is telling us that Vanessa believes in her heart that this is the meaningful way to do this in this moment. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and then they have this like half hour of them being like, "We're mom and daughter best buds now." They like, like look at all these things we do together. Start going for runs together, and they start having deep talks and going out for dinner, and they're like just hanging out. And they decorate for Christmas again. That seems to be a thing. Yeah. And then we find out that Treat Dad, like, set up this whole thing. Yes. And he hired her um, knowing who she was because he'd been doing research about Vanessa's parentage. And then... JLo's like, I can't keep living a lie with my daughter. And then she she goes like on stage somewhere, the Christmas party, maybe not the, the Christmas party, I it think doesn't it's matter. Not the Christmas party. No, the no, product, no, 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 no. Product meeting. Yeah, it's like this big conference where they're gonna because we haven't gotten to this plot plot line yet, but she develops a cosmetic line. Oh yeah. Made out <laughs> like, of whatever it doesn't Made out of a leaf from a ginkgo tree that her grandfather brought back after Hiroshima. Yeah, something like that. Or something. This the ginkgo somehow came from <laughs> Japan and is in her backyard in New York City. And she's like, "This tree is the only thing that survived the nuclear bomb. So let's make cosmetics out of it. It'll make really good sunscreen." Yeah. Um, and so her product wins the competition, and then they have this massive product launch, and it's like live streamed and shit. And she gets up yep. on the stage in a white power suit, and she's like, "I'm living a lie." Also, this cosmetic still slaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she, like, I think she break, She makes up with her, her man friend, but I don't remember. Doesn't matter. I don't know. And then she, like, Vanessa's mad at her, and then she comes around and, like, they go for a run together into the sunset, and that's how this film ends. Mm-hmm. And that is second act. <laughs> That's the whole dang thing. I have to say, and I do feel like I'm a personal expert in this one particular realm, because I'm familiar with adopted family being spontaneously found in adulthood. Sure. And I'm yeah. familiar with families that lie about things occasionally. <laughs> and <laughs> I do think that all things considered... Vanessa's argument that if her mom lied about her resume, she could have lied about everything is a little flimsy. Mm. Mm. Little flimsy. I mean, what in this film isn't a little flimsy? Like, <laughs> it's it's so so mediocre. Like, so mediocre. I'm I've been like skimming this review as you've been talking. And they talk about how just as it's, like, kind of starting to hit its stride, they reveal this, and then it spends the rest of the film, like, basically hobbled by it because it can't figure out, like, are we a female empowerment hijinks movie or are we a drama about mothers and daughters? Or are we a finding yourself movie? Who knows? This movie could have honestly been more fun if they'd taken out the Vanessa piece yeah. And taken 
more time with J-Lo and her friend, like, yes. doing hijinks and her, like, pursuing this career and getting rich and, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't need a single Vanessa in this one. I really didn't need, like, the attempts at science either. Correct. Like, didn't didn't need the product development stage, really. Just could have done with the PowerPoint. Yeah, absolutely. Because no one cares about her, like, business acumen or, like, like no one cares. Just, like, if you're going to be a shopping montage type movie, then put her in fun outfits in front of PowerPoints and leave it at that. Right. So, <laughs> not the best. I don't know if I'd rank this, like, against our other Dad Month films. Let's see, what else did we watch for Dad Month? Billboard Dad and Cinderella and... Is that it? That's it. That's all That's the dads? It. Yeah. Okay. Then Billboard Dad, Cinderella, second act. I agreed. Actually. Agreed. I would almost Billboard put Dad, Pierce Cinderella. Dad, Cinderella... Perform- if we're just talking about the dad performances, oh, this fair. might change okay. a little bit. True. Like, Cinderella might be number one for me, then Billboard Dad, then Treat Dad, unfortunately. But I think that's just because Treat Dad didn't have as much to do. I've actually, I have a sneak peek at our next entry into Dad Month. Yeah. And I would for sure rank it above second act. I'm so excited. So... I can already tell you that second act is the least good of all of our our dad month performances. However, Treat Dad was the single redeeming yeah. thing yeah. in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> um so our next our next dad month is gonna subvert gender norms here. Yes. <laughs> um, should we tell people? Yeah, let's tell the people. We are going to be... Yes. Do your reveal. Do it. We are going to be watching Heathrow, Britain's busiest airport, narrated by our mom, (laughs) Dame Julie Walters. (laughs) Yay! I'm so excited to go back to the world of transportation with Julie Walters in particular. Like, what is better than that? (laughs) I I love this show so much. I'm sorry to spoil everything. I love it so much. (laughs) I'm like this close to turning this episode into that episode because I'm just like so excited. Oh my God. I can't wait. I'm excited. I have not watched yet, but I'm going to maybe tonight. Yeah. There could be time. This is the show's available on YouTube, so like y'all can watch it for free. Although the Julie Walter seasons are not. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. I found this out the hard way, but um, seasons one through four, I believe, are available on YouTube, which are narrated by different people. And then Julie Walters, I think, does seasons five through seven. How many seasons have you watched? I have not watched a single entire season yet. Okay. I've okay. probably watched four total episodes. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah. Season one is, is the one that I've watched the most of so far, and it slaps. Wow. I hope the whole thing continues to slap. I think it wow. will, though. Oh I think it will. So are we watching just Julie Walters' season, or are we going to watch, like, all of Heathrow? I, I mean, I think we should really focus our energy on Julie Walters, and then okay. if anything else 
okay. sneaks in there, then that's just gravy. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so... I told you I was gonna have a hostile takeover in oh, this I'm episode. Oh, I'm so scared. So since we're, we're running good on time here, I just feel like we need to take some hate watch energy and put it towards two items on the Sam Hewen News. Ooh, I love Sam um, Hewen News. Beat. Yes. So firstly, and sh- more brief will be, <laughs> there's a narrative going around in our Google alerts right now that a princess for Christmas, got oh. that title right, is like a hidden Christmas movie, Sam Hewen's like hidden movie. And I just think that is some horseshit. <laughs> It's Christmas, hate watch. Princess for Christmas erasure. Like hate no. watch erasure. It's hate watch erasure. Is what it is. We've, we've been on this beat for years. So has the thankless account on Twitter that just comes up every November and is like, "I'm here to tweet only about this film." They just had their first tweet a couple weeks ago, and it was like almost a nine one one. It was so exciting. Yeah. Um, here's a, a headline. Star Sam Hewen's secret Christmas movie is coming to the Hallmark Channel in 2021. It's on the Hallmark Channel every year, guys. Because I record it on the DVR every year. Every year. Every year. <laughs> this is not news. So this is just, like some ridiculous nonsense it's been like to the point that the first time they posted an article about it we thought he had a new one coming out yeah because i'm still waiting on the edge of my seat for text for you to get a release date because i am like it's been in post for so long my theory is february we'll see if i'm correct (laughs) yeah i better be but um the other thing that I want to make sure that we discuss is Sam Hewen's grand design. <laughs> because I had a meltdown when I looked into this more than I should have. So Sam Hewen bought a house, like, a couple properties a couple months ago. Yes. And for whatever reason, the Google Alerts, again, started talking about this one house in particular that he bought. And it's like, see inside Sam Hewen's new country cottage or whatever and you know i'm gonna click that link i love some property conversation come on so i started looking at this house and i had a meltdown um this house is has a name so you can look it up i'm just pulling up my (laughs) my links um i'm in the pictures section it has like a very googleable name please hold my links are not working. First, I think an important thing to recognize is that Kelsey, like, within five minutes of opening the article, found the Airbnb that the house is next to. I got coordinates, guys. Like, <laughs> is he not concerned? Like, the first headline when you Google for Sam Hewen's house is Outlander Sam Hewen's three pri- ultra-private Scottish homes. Like, are you sure? Because right. Kelsey could go there right now. I could go there right now. And you could, too. Uh, it's called Cottermill House. It's located in the, quote, desirable town of Bishop Briggs, approximately nine miles from Glasgow City Center. Sure. Um, I've got a PDF. I've got a floor plan. Like, this took so little Googling, I'm a little alarmed. And I'm not going to reveal the 
coordinates, but you can find it. The, the Airbnb is the most alarming part because it's on this cute little, like, canal situation. Mm-hmm. And there's a houseboat Airbnb literally in the same property photo yes. of the property itself. Like, it is so close. Are you not concerned? I could book that too. Like, we could literally <laughs> just go and spend yeah. the entire weekend staring out the windows of this Airbnb waiting to see Sam Hewen. Right. We're not the, going to because we're not that kind of fan. I'm just saying. No. There is, Did it he is not like a think gated property, but I mean. But still. I'm just concerned. It only works <laughs> if the people who get the Airbnb have to like pass a background check, you know? Right. Right. Um, so the thing that really got me is the photos. So he spent like a million pounds, I believe, on this house, mm-hmm. something like that. And it's, it's got like a cute little property that needs, looks like it needs some work. Um, yeah, it could use a little. But the inside is like straight up early 2000s yes. decor. And like, I know decor will change, but like this kitchen gotta be gutted. I think. Honestly, I thought the I thought some things were like fine, but the thing I cannot get past is that master bathroom and that fucking tub. Okay. Okay, so let's get there. Hold on. <laughs> I just want to take one minute um and discuss the living area. And so it's this like open plan situation, but everything is like light oak cabinetry and woodwork which is like huge early 2000s vibes mm-hmm. and like the kitchen has st- I know stools may change but the stools are like chrome metal and like black leather like it just feels very of that time the range hood is also chrome and like the hood is offensive to me personally it's offensive it's offensive to me and my people yeah and like the kitchen's not not big enough to do much cooking in kind of like it is Mm -hmm. but it's not the appliances are not which is interesting (laughs) (laughs) um it just aesthetically i think needs needs some work um there's like a tv like a den of some sort all the furniture in here is, like, either Ikea or mm-hmm. 20 years old. There's no mm-hmm. other option. Yeah, so the master bedroom is a first-floor master, and <laughs> it, like, has a wall that's, like, floating in the middle, and that's where the bed goes up against that one wall. So it's, like, you, you can do a little circle around the whole room, which is weird to me. And there's some built-in bookshelves, it looks like. Like, no. little one foot by one foot bookshelves in the wall. Why? And then the thing that alarmed me the most, I think even more than the master bathroom, which we'll get to in a second, is that there's a second floor um, gym that is open to the master. So the master has its own staircase going up to this gym. And, like, who wants your workout area to smell... Like your fitness area. No. Or your your bedroom. Sorry, your workout area to smell like your bedroom, vice versa. Like, I don't want that. No. I'm just alarmed at the smell situation so much. And I hope that he does not use that fitness area for his fitness area because no. Also, no. you can't like drop weights on the second floor. <laughs> 
I have questions. There's, yeah, there's nothing about it that, like, makes sense to me. Like, I also wouldn't want to work out area in my bedroom because I don't want to be, like, working out and looking at my laundry. No. Or laying in bed looking at my workout equipment. <laughs> thinking about all bad. the working out I'm not doing. It's all bad. Ooh, I missed this picture. There's some funky chairs in here. Um, I... Do you want to talk about the master bathroom? The master bathroom is, like, the only thing I can really... I can't get pictures up right now, but the only thing I can, like, really remember is that fucking tub, which is this, like, deep white soaker with, like, wood paneling that nobody asked for. And it is... It's, like, bean-shaped... Yeah. For no good reason, and just, like, situated, like, smack dab in the middle of the floor. It sure is. Um, With, like, no... It looks like it has... No consideration for layout. It looks like a yacht jacuzzi, or yacht jacuzzi, or hot tub. Yes, it does. That's... And it's a completely different color than the cabinetry. Yeah. And also, can we talk about the floating cabinetry? Like, who... (laughs) <laughs> who has ever asked for floating cabinets and then it's got these like open glass shelves you can yeah. tell the exact moment kelsey sent me the link because the panic just like set in yeah yeah <laughs> there's also like a little armchair in the corner that has a tartan over it and like i get it also this I... is the exact problem with floating cabinets is underneath one of the floating vanities there's like a little basket of someone's shit right and, like, that's why you can't just leave that as open space, because the whole point of a cabinet is to be to hide your shit. Right. The other atrocity that we haven't mentioned yet is the copper shag rug in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> also, why does this tub have a giant, like, handicap bar on the outside? I think that's a towel rack, but hard to say. So it's still a weird place for a towel rack, because it's still, like far away from the step into the tub. Well, inexplicably, the bathroom is the only place that uses the original stone wall on the inside. Yeah. And then there's so this, there's like, weird... there's not a lot of room to hang towel racks, I guess. There's this, like, weird walk-around space all the way around all sides of the tub, so you can, like, walk between the tub and the wall, which just means you have to vacuum back there. And, like, I know he has a housekeeper, but still... Can we address the curtains above the windows? Those little tiny roller shades. And also the fact that one of these weird tiny floor-to-ceiling windows that's the exact size of a human being is directly in front of his tub. (laughs) The Airbnb is so close, guys. Can you imagine having to de-cobweb the stone? No! Like, do you know how many fucking skin cells and shit are in bathrooms, and now you're gonna have all this textured stone? I'm just looking on the floor plan really quick to see what's on the other side of this wall. There is a shower. Elsewhere in the bathroom? Yes. I also just have major fucking beef with whoever installed this blue tile floor, and that's a personal problem. (laughs) But I just, I think anyone who installs permanent infrastructure, especially tile with grout, in a bathroom and makes it blue should just go to jail, probably. Yeah. And uh, that has nothing to do with my blue bathroom at all. 
Nothing at all. Nothing. That's just Truly. a coincidence that I have this belief. Yeah. Um, also on this property is, like, a garage that has a rental unit above it or some sort of, oh. like, apartment. So there's some, like, alarming stuff in there. And it's not, like, bad. It's like a kitchenette. It's like a studio with a kitchenette. But... And if, like, you were a normal person buying a normal house, you'd look at this and be like, oh, yeah, that's just all their extra stuff and whatever. It's fine. Yeah. But, like, why did you walk into this home and think, like, this is where I want to put my million dollars? It's so wild. It's so wild. Maybe that's where he'll put his gym instead of in his weird bedroom. I mean, maybe. I also want to know if he's going to use the, um, like, planters in the back in the Mm. garden. Like, there's a garden space that's got... Um, like raised beds and I just want to know if Sam Hewen's going to be gardening I mean if I had if I had outlander money I would hire a landscaper to keep a garden for me yeah I mean I want to know if they do any work on this house which I don't know how I'll find that out but <laughs> I guess we can always stop by <laughs> just casually roll up I mean, with the amount of press coverage of him buying this house, I imagine if there's, like, major construction, Google Alerts will tell us. I should just set a Google Alert for this house, actually. Yeah, you should. I will be doing that. What if he's trying to get into, like, the high-end, like, luxury vacation rental game? Listen, I think, I mean, if he bought three properties, maybe he's not going to choose to live in this house. I just have concerns. It is, isn't it (laughs) wild that he bought three properties all at the same time, like... In a pretty small area. Like, what's his plan here? Is it so that he never gets found? Like, he could live in any of them? It's like sure. when the president takes, like, seven different cars somewhere. Right. Like, he just has a bunch of decoy houses. Weird choice, though. Yeah. So. I don't yeah. think there's a universe in which I could make enough money for my multiple properties to be geographically co-located. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to imagine there's, like, income property, right? I But, you know, if you live close to it, it's somehow more work. At least, like, if you, if I, like, owned a house that was in another state, then I would have to have someone else in charge of it. And, like, maybe they'd call me once in a while, but I wouldn't have to, like, run over there all the time. Right. But if I have three properties that are all within, like, a half hour of each other, I gotta go there. You do, you do. You know? I I know. So, I did put a pin on this property on Google Maps, and I think we could check in on the aerial view from time to time and see if the backyard has changed. There you go. Let's do that. Yeah. So, so this has been my hostile takeover to discuss Sam Ewan's property. There's no James Bond news. No. Which I expected none. there to be since the premiere of whatever, whatever happened it's gotten very quiet so we we shall see maybe that means that there's like contracts in the works my theory is that they could be going with the guy from bridgerton because he's otherwise not working right like he i think we talked about this in our last james bond update but he just kind of like disappeared off the radar yeah so So maybe they're already like making it and i don't know i feel like we would know but that could be Anyway, um, I think that's all we got, right? I think so. All right, we did it. We did it. (laughs) And we'll see you 
soon. Yeah. For, for, for Heathrow, Britain's best airport, or whatever busiest it is. Busiest airport. Busiest, excuse me. <laughs> for the mom episode of Dad Month. Yeah, and then it's holiday time. Yeah. We've and got then a lot of work to do. And then it's awards and pilots. Yeah. Lots to look forward to in the next few months, folks. I know. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. Please give us reviews on Apple Podcasts if you are so inclined. Um, please don't re- deduce any... Deduct. Please don't deduct any points for our laughter. If you've already uh, left a review, then please just <laughs> leave it at that. If you want to make a change to your review, then make it a new review. <laughs> this is fine we're fine we're having an absolutely fine time right now yeah so if you if you want to find our other show the everwood pinecast you'll see what we're referring to in our reviews on that show um in the meantime if you want to don't even laugh that much comparatively Right. I cut out so much laughing. <laughs> if Super Slaw only knew. If only Super Slaw knew. <laughs> um, you can contact us on Twitter at HateWatchWithUs. You can email us, HateWatchWithUs at gmail.com, or you can visit our website that is totally functional, HateWatchWithUs.com. We're also members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network, who is kind enough to support all of our cackling in this show and our other show, the Everwood Pinecast, and you can find them and all of their other shows, which do feature decidedly less cackling at times. At times. Not all the time, but at times. <laughs> <laughs> you can find them over at ThoughtBubbleFM on Twitter, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. You can email them to tell them how much you love and or don't love our cackling at ThoughtBubbleAudio at gmail.com. <laughs> and if you want to support shows that cackle, you can search for ThoughtBubbleAudio on Patreon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.